Have you ever gotten to a point where you think to yourself, I will not be violated or disrespected one more time? If so, tune in and listen to Francesca's incredible journey. Welcome to the Courage to Be podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Vasayo. And each week, I will bring you amazing guests so that you can tap into the courage to break out of all patterns and live your soul's purpose. Before we get into this episode, if by the end you enjoyed it, please follow, rate, review, and share the podcast so we can reach more people. Because here's the thing, I'm on a mission to close the gender gap in the podcasting world so that more and more women's voices are heard. If you feel that this is something you value too, then please take action by rating, reviewing, following, and sharing the podcast. We can only do this together. Check out the link in the show notes to see how this is done. And make sure to stay until the end to claim some free gifts I have for you. Welcome, Francesca Anastasi. Thank you for being with us today. I'm so excited to dive in with you. Oh, you said my name so perfectly, Tanya. Like, it's like, <laughs> wow, she said it perfectly. It's so many people butcher it. So thank you. <laughs> I'm excited to be here, actually. Thank you for that. Maybe it's our European background, you know, you being Italian, me being Spanish, and maybe that kind of came in, in place. So I'm glad I said it right. Francesca, tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, why do you do the work you do nowadays? How did you land there? What was your journey? My goodness, that's like a, a big loaded question. <laughs> I know. Oh, my See, journey. It feels like, and I'm sure a lot of people can identify with this. It feels like my journey is not one journey. It's multiple journeys at once. So it depends on which one of these I want to look at to share with you. So I think based on the topic of your podcast and courage in itself, I think we'll, I'll just talk about that part the courage. I used to be, I guess, by definition, and you know, a kind of person who is not a leader, kind of a follower, just kind of go with the flow, do as told, and always dependent on other people. I was never really a self-starter. Although, if I look back, there were indications that I was, but overall, uh -huh. I wasn't. And the idea of having a business was just like me, right? Never. That's never going to be like, I would have no clue what to do. And it came up a, a time in life where after having been married for 14 years, I had to put an end to that relationship because there was only so much I could take. All I can just say was not a healthy relationship. And I found myself having to leave a situation where I had no finances. I had not been working for 14 years. I had a child. I didn't have a job and didn't have access to money. And what I did is I, I managed to save just a bit of change from grocery shopping. That's the only money I had access to and saved up just a tiny bit. It was at the time, it was like $2,000 <laughs> and had to found, find myself a place to live try to find a job. Nobody gives you a place to live if you don't have a job, right? You can, mm -hmm. It's hard to rent if you don't have a job. And it's hard to find a job when you haven't been working for 14 years. <laughs> I had the courage to, to make the decision that the status quo was no longer acceptable in the relationship and that I would rather be homeless than stay one more day. 
and being supported financially just to have a roof over my head and have a meal. I felt like, what's the difference between me and someone on the street selling herself sex if this is the only reason I stay? And so I made the brave, the courageous decision to, to do that without a job, without a place to live. <laughs> and I did manage to get a place for rent. I was able to rent a place that was super, super tiny little basement suite. Not very long because then I decided to set fire to the whole place. It was the basement suite of his house. And while my daughter and I were away, somebody set fire to the house. So the whole oh, wow. place was inaccessible after that. Sadly, my landlord died in that fire. And he was fire. Yeah, he was handicapped. Wow. He was handicapped and couldn't get out. So really, really, really sad. Anyway, 10 days. So I lost everything. I already had nothing. <laughs> I did have my job that I had gotten at that point. And when the fire happened, like we lost everything. I had no insurance because the job that I got wasn't like a barely paid the, the basics, the, the basics. And then I had credit card debt for lawyers to go through the divorce. So it was like, I couldn't afford to pay for insurance. So when the fire happened, there was no replaceables. Like it's gone. Right. And 10 days later, I lost my job. Wow. Yeah. Add, how did you tap into that courage? Like what was it trust? Was it confidence? Was it because you don't have anything to fall back on? It's not like you can say like, oh, I'm going to this job. Like I have a job or I have, you know, like all you had were the $2,000 that you'd saved up. So what would you say was the main thing that allowed you to step into that courage? And that's the first part. I want to continue with the story to ask you, how do you find the courage again? Once yeah. everything has been stripped from you, once again, you know, job, fire, your belongings, everything. I think it was a moment of accepting that or no longer accepting the unacceptable. I think it was making that decision, I will not be violated one more time. It will not, I will not wow. be disrespected one more time. This ends here. Regardless, it wasn't like, oh, I feel brave and I feel confident about this. I had no idea what would happen. I had, I was completely mm -hmm. clueless. All I knew is I couldn't stay anymore. That is so great. Yes, it, it is all about, and you've said it several times in this time we've been speaking of, I decided, I decided, I decided, and it is all based on a decision. So that's great. So tell us a little bit about what you learn, like you're saying from these lessons about toxic relationships and self-care and what have you, like, what was the gift in that? So that was a 10 year relationship, very emotional at an emotional level, extremely manipulative relationship. And so I've learned a lot between the two. So when, when I look at the first one, the main lesson, which I pound, I literally pound on women who are in similar situation where I was is when you get into a relationship and you get into marriage where you don't have the opportunity or given or being allowed to make your own income or you don't have access to your own finances that relationship is doomed. Like you're not going to do well. You're going to be controlled. In order for a relationship 
to be healthy when it comes, especially in the financial side, is you want to make sure that your financial independence is always in place. So Francesca, tell us where people can find you and what event you have coming up. Okay, so we have our Shimmy Mob event, which is our global dance flash mobs. Anybody can sign up. You can start a team in your area or you can join a team if there was if there's one close to you. Or we also introduced Team Global virtually. So you can also participate online. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. So you get to learn a dance. And we do all this to raise awareness around domestic violence and support local shelters. So the funds, portion of the funds go to the local shelters. And uh, yeah, shimmymob.com. You can reach me through there. That's probably the easiest way to reach me. So shimmymob.com. And what, the part that you said online, did you say that's just for teens? No. Oh, okay. Teens. Like a team. That's I wanted to make sure that because I heard it as a teen. Yeah. So that's great that we could do it online too. And it's anywhere globally that we could be doing the dance and raising awareness with this. So if any of the listeners, if you are part of a dance studio, if you just want to dance and be part of a group locally and set this up, definitely reach out and go look online for this. What Can you tell us the URL again? And we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Shimmymob.com. Perfect. That is awesome. Wow, Francesca. Well, as we're wrapping up, I'd like to ask you, what's one thing our listeners can do to live a life with more courage? Make the decision. Oh, I love it. To not accept anything less than what you really deserve and you deserve the best. Wow, beautiful. Thank you so much for your time, Francesca, for, for your story and, and just inspiring us through that journey. And I would love to do a follow-up one where we talk, we go more in depth into toxic relationships, setting boundaries, how to identify them and stuff. This was amazing as usual. Every time I connect with you, just, I love your, your energy and, and your presence here. Thank you so much. I'm so thankful that you joined me for this episode. If you enjoyed this, there's one thing I'd like you to do. Follow me, leave me a rating and review and share. As my way to thank you, I'd like to invite you to my free week-long manifesting abundance challenge starting Monday, January 30th. In this challenge, I'll be sharing about how to shift our mindset from not enough to spotting constant abundance. We'll uncover top money blocks holding you back. You'll learn how to expand your capacity to receive more and claim your desires. And I'll also share about my signature program, Money Magic Miracles. You can sign up for this free week-long challenge with the link in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you there. Francesca nailed it. Make the decision to not accept anything less than you deserve. Okay, up next. Have you ever felt like you have a passion for so many things that you don't know what to focus on? Learn how to deal with being a multi-passionate and creative spirit with Ashley Riley.